Yo, yo, Jason here. Welcome back. So for my thoughts for today, I want to share a little bit with you about some of the stuff that I've learned as far as training is concerned. Like I've always been the kind of guy and I've, I've said in the past before, like, man, I want to train for something. I want to train. Like I want to accomplish something that I wouldn't normally be able to accomplish unless I actually put in the work over time beforehand and then I'm able to achieve it. So the easiest thing to talk about is a marathon. Now I haven't trained for a marathon, so I've never run a a marathon. I have thought about doing them in the past and where I would go for runs, I never really thought about training to to run if that makes sense like training for long distances i would just go for runs sometimes i would get three miles the most i ever ran was like uh, six miles and i think i did that one time in like 52 minutes and that was the longest i ever ran at the fastest pace i ever ran it but that was just me going out and, and running every other day wasn't really watching my diet wasn't really doing much else with exercise to train to be able to run longer distances at faster paces. It's just what I got to by going out there and doing it. So without a doubt, I've not, I've not ever run a marathon, but I've always been the kind of guy I'm like, man, I want to train for something. And so I got the opportunity to actually train, to put in the work, to do what I thought it was going to take to accomplish a goal. So let me, let me tell you the story. Some years ago, me and my buddy Casey, we decided that we were going to take a trip to Colorado. Now, if you know me, you know I love Colorado and more specifically the mountains and more specifically hiking. And I always tell people like, hey, I don't I don't like camping because, you know, I'll tell people we're going to Colorado and they'll say, oh, are you going to camp? And I'm like, yeah, we're going to camp. And they're like, you like camping? And no, I actually don't like camping. I don't like sleeping in a tent on the floor. Um it's uncomfortable. I don't sleep well, but if I know that I'm going to get to hike a mountain the next night or the next day, I'll spend the night camping so that I can go hike. And then I'll spend the night camping again. So then I just go home and some people will be like, well, why don't you get an Airbnb, blah, 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 whatever. And it's like eight bucks a night at a campground. So whatever we get out there. I like the fire aspect of it. I like hanging, hanging out. I like being in the woods. I like all that stuff. I don't like the camping, but I do it. So I digress. Love hiking, love Colorado. So me and my buddy Casey decided that we were going to take a trip one year. And so I didn't, I'd never been on a trip that I planned. I'd only been one other time whenever a friend of mine invited me out. And so I rode with them. Um, I used their gear. We hiked a little bit up a mountain. We camped on the mountain and then, uh, summited the next morning and then came down and then we got a hotel. Um, and so we only camped one night, but anyway, it's only been one time before and it was somebody else's trip that they'd planned. I never planned one. And so when we got online and started looking for campsites, I just typed like campsites, Colorado and started looking and it was like all filled up. I couldn't find anything open. So I reached out to a buddy of mine whose parents, live in Colorado and he grew up in Colorado. Shout out Joey. What up? And he told his dad like, Hey, they're looking for somewhere to camp. So he sent me this link to Alvarado campground, which is just outside of uh, West Cliff, Colorado, 
which is like southwest of Colorado Springs some. It's probably another two hours from Colorado Springs, I think. And so you come around a mountain range and you, you come up north and then there to the west is the Sangre de Cristo mountain range. And so we'd never been there before. And so we went, we clicked on, I clicked on this link that I got sent. It was Alvarado campground. And I said, screw it, let's book it. So we booked the campsite. We didn't know what we were getting into. And so me and Casey, we get out there and obviously neither one of us had ever been on that trail. And so we, we look at the trails that are around there and one of them's like, Oh, 12.1 mile loop. And we're like, Oh, we can do that. (laughs) And so we get out there and man, I start hiking this mountain and next thing you know, like I'm, I'm huffing and puffing. My legs are burning. My heart beat is like, I mean, it's going crazy, right? I was not prepared. I didn't have the right gear. I was wearing like Adidas shoes and I had this big bulky backpack that was a uh, photography backpack, but it had straps across the front uh, chest and around the waist. And I was like, oh, this is a hiking backpack, whatever. I didn't know, know what the heck I was getting into. I went in blind, y'all. And anyways, the mountain kicked my ass. Um, we didn't summit. We didn't finish the loop. I think we might have gotten in eight or nine miles uh, round trip, but it was like up and down. We didn't even finish the loop. We didn't summit. Um, and so what happened was we got to a certain point in the mountain and we kind of, looks like we lost the trail. We didn't know where the heck the trail was going to go. And later on, we found out that the trail went over a ridge between two mountains and those, uh, the ridge was called phantom terrace, right? So they say the trail disappears. So it's like this phantom mountain that you don't really see from the bottom. But if you keep hiking, you, you get up there. And so I stopped short, um, of, phantom terrace because my leg was cramping and I really couldn't go on and I was out of water and it was, you know, we were on the mountain. It was like already one or two o'clock and you're supposed to be off because the storms will come in. So Casey actually made the call. Casey was the wise one. He was like, bro, like you're hurt, like you're injured essentially. Like my leg was hurting crazy. It hurt to take steps and I was out of water and we didn't know what we're getting into. And so he's like, let's turn around. So we turned around and, you know, I felt defeated. I felt 100% defeated. Like, damn, you know, I, I, I couldn't hang. And, you know, I'd been working out a little bit and I thought maybe I was getting into shape. And, you know, I realized I was not in shape for the mountain, man. It, it showed me what I was capable of or not capable of and, you know, where I was at physically. And so we were like, we're coming back next year. We're going to conquer the Phantom Terrace. And so that was the phrase that I had in my mind, conquer the Phantom Terrace. So over the course of the next year, you know, it might've been about nine or 10 months before we went back. So over the next year, you know, I really didn't do much to work out or watch my diet, but I was like working out a little bit. And, um, anyways, when I finally started taking the, the mountain serious, I, uh, you know, I started running, um, I was, like doing a bunch of running and doing some squats and doing different stuff in the gym and kind of working out um, and doing what I thought was going to be good training for the mountain. And so long story short for this part of the story, we went back and we conquered the Phantom Terrace, but the mountain once again really kicked my ass and it wasn't easy by any means. And I had to push and I had to take a slow pace, Um, but I did it. And so what I realized on that trip, and so it helped because I had my, uh, my Apple watch and I was monitoring my, 
my, um, my heart rate. And I was really aware of my body as I was on the trail. And now mind you, we're doing something really stupid, like driving into Colorado on a Friday, getting in in the afternoon, spending the night, getting up at like 5 AM hitting the trail and getting up into altitudes that are like 10, 11, 12, 13,000 feet in the air. And you know, the air gets thin and people get altitude sickness. We haven't acclimated. So we're really putting our body through some crap. And, um, so what I realized on that hike was I paid attention to my heart rate when like it would get really high and it felt like my heart was going to pound out of my chest and like my muscles, my legs, my quads were burning. Like I just paid attention to my heart rate and to the burn that I felt in my legs. And so when I got back from Phantom Terrace that time, I immediately kind of stayed in training mode. And what I re- and, and and I say training mode because what I was doing in the gym now that I hadn't been doing before was finding the exercises that were going to mimic mimic the heart rate and the burn in my legs. And so I've gone back on a couple of other hikes in the past. And the one that I want to talk about specifically is when I went to Mount Beerstadt with, with Chris and Andy, my, my nephews. And I knew leading up to that trip that we were going to be trying to hike a 14er. And 14ers are any mountain in Colorado that's or any mountain in general, but specifically in Colorado where we went mountains that are, uh, the altitude is 14,000 feet or above. So we went to Mount Beerstadt and, you know, I Googled easy 14er and one, there was a list that came up and then Andrew was like, let's do Mount Beerstadt. I was like, okay, that sounds great. Let's go. And we didn't know what the heck we were getting into, man. It was, it was kind of a, it was beast. It kicked our butts for sure. However, my training leading up to that mountain, I took everything that I learned from my previous trips and I rolled it all into this next trip. And so I was better prepared for Mount Beerstadt than I was for Phantom Terrace twice. And another time Casey and I went down to uh, Crestone to try and hike cha- uh, Challenger Point. And we didn't uh, summit that day because there was too much snow on the trails too early in the season. So we learned something else there too, but we still got an awesome hike. I felt great on that one. But what I did this time was I trained in a way that I knew that I could mimic what it was going to feel like climbing that mountain. So let me tell you, uh, one of the things that I would do would be to run stairs. So at the YMCA downtown Wichita, it's a three-story building, but the staircase goes from the bottom floor all the way to the top floor, the third floor. And so I would start my workout by running up and down those stairs. And so what I would do is I would um, run up the stairs as fast as I could, like bringing my knees up really high and bouncing, you know, off the, the tip of my toes, right? It's like staying light on my toes and just flying up the stairs. Um, and I would skip a step. And so I'd do that. I'd go up and I'd come back down. I'd rest for maybe 10, 15 seconds. And then I would just, you know, slowly walk each step. Um, and then I would come back down and then I would kind of fast run each step up again. And then I would rest for like a minute and then I would repeat that. And so what I started doing was on the last hike I went, I realized that some of the inclines on these mountains are like taking huge steps. Like instead of going up one step, you're going up two steps. 
and uh, it's really working your your quads. And so I started to do that on the on the stairs. I was doing two steps at a time, saying, "All right, here's what I'm going to do. I'm, you know, I'm I'm going to do this routine, but I'm going to focus on every other step because I know it's going to be like this when we get to the mountain because I've, you know, I've been enough times now, like three, four times, whatever. But you know, I learned my lesson, and so I was training based on what I learned and what I knew my body was going to experience when I was on the mountain. I was now mimicking that in the gym, and so I would run stairs. And then I would walk the track a little bit and then I would go get on the elliptical for like 10 minutes and then I would get off and then I'd go get on the Stairmaster. And so on the Stairmaster, um, I would just, you know, I'd go for 10, 15 minutes and eventually I got to where I could go on the Stairmaster for 30 minutes. And if I really want to get it in and I'm really training hard, I do a full 45 minutes on the Stairmaster, uh, focusing on just, you know, it's, it's a cardio workout, but my legs are burning and sometimes I'll, I'll skip a step on the Stairmaster kind of thing just to mimic what it's like to be on the mountain, but also doing like kettlebell swings for hamstrings and, and glutes and all that stuff. And so I just wanted to, to share that because I was really proud of myself for paying enough attention to what my body was going through on the mountain so that I could come back home and try and mimic that, that so that I would be in better physical condition to go through that same kind of situation again. And I'll tell you what, we went to Mount Beerstadt and, uh, I summited, man, it took us, I think it was like four and a half hours. It was a little bit of a slower pace, but what they say is, you know, it's not about how fast it's like the, the goal of, of hiking a mountain is to, to come back down the mountain. So it doesn't matter if you summon or not, but my goal was to summit. And I'll tell you what, like there were times where my legs burned, but I was familiar with that feeling. I thought this is what I trained for, right? When I'm going up those inclines and it's like going up stairwells, two steps at a time. I'm like, I did this. I did this a lot and I'm ready for it. And it still burned. It still hurt. Um, it still sucked, but I did, I did never reach a moment on Mount Beerstadt where I wanted to quit. I didn't ever reach a moment where I thought this is too much. I didn't ever reach a moment where my body was just like, why are you doing this to me? It was like, no, we've been here. We've done this. I know what this is like, you know, keep pushing on. And so, you know, I, I, there, there's a lot of other lessons. I want to talk a little bit more about hiking in another, at another time, just with some of the things I've learned about fueling your body when you're on the mountain and, and that kind of stuff. But, uh, man, I was really proud of myself. And when we got to like this, uh, I guess they called it the fall summit or something like that, but you get up to this ridge and it's right before you have to scramble to the top of this mountain. And, and when I got there, like I saw the views and I felt the air and I was back in this place where it's like, man, I earned this. Right. And I felt good. And my body just had this like surge of excitement and maybe adrenaline, whatever it was, but I was like pumped. And I essentially <clears throat> ran up the rest of that mountain. Like it, it should be where you're scrambling, where you're down at like, you know, three points of contact on the mountain. And I just freaking bolted up the mountain and uh, hit that summit. And it was, it was amazing. It was glorious. There's nothing like it. It's so beautiful up there, man. You just feel full of life and it, it's amazing. But I love that idea. I love that idea of, of training, like doing the things 
that are going to help you to achieve the goal that you set out to achieve. And I just want to say one more thing before I shut it down. Um, there's this idea that of ine- of inevitability. So you could look at a, at a 14er and you can say, man, I just think it's impossible. Like I can't see myself ever summoning that mountain versus saying, I'm going to train to summit that mountain. And if I do these things, then it's inevitable. I will summit that mountain. And so I know that with 14ers in the future, they're, they're coming. I'm going to do it. 2022, I'm going back and it's going to happen. And if you have any interest in taking a camping trip to Colorado and going and hiking and even training, like, man, let's do it. I'll share all my knowledge. I'll tell you all my stories. I'll show you all the photos. I'll totally geek out about it. And, uh, man, we can, we can pack up and roll out and, and do this together. But I'm going back and my thought process now is like, hey, man, I, I know that if I do these things, I'm going to have a, a really great chance <laughs> and it will be inevitable that, you know, I'll summit these 14ers barring any kind of energy or, you know, or, uh, injury or even um, altitude sickness. I've seen people get sick on the mountain and it's it's not a fun thing. So anyways, take that as you will. Consider what what are you training for? What what are you trying to accomplish? And how are you doing? How are you strategizing and having strategy behind your diet and behind your workouts or whatever it is? I mean, this is I talk a lot about health and fitness, but it could be business, it could be relationships, it could be faith, whatever it is. What are you training for? What are you focusing on? How are you helping yourself get there so that when you meet that challenge, it, it's inevitable that that you'll come out on top? no pun intended all right appreciate you guys if it's valuable content share it out um let me know what you think my emails jvgrafics at gmail.com jvgrafics it'll be in the show notes